Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Luke 1. We're beginning the 14 days of reading about Jesus's life and teachings. And we're doing that in preparation for the upcoming Easter season. So we're going to be going through a program or a reading plan that is provided by Olive Tree Bible Studies. It's the app I mentioned a few times. Um, it's free. It's really good. And I encourage you to follow along. But this week, uh, this day, we're going to be in just Luke 1, having wrapped up Isaiah and spent about two, just over two months in Isaiah. So with that, let's just go ahead and get started in a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done. I'm grateful for the many blessings you bestowed on us. And I just thank you for this upcoming Easter time. This time when you came down to the earth, you lived with us, and then you died on the cross, a horrible death that was undeserved. And that you went back to heaven, overcame death, and gave us eternal life. I'm grateful for this opportunity to learn more about you. And I just pray that our hearts and our minds would be open to you, that we would gain a deeper understanding, and it would be you who would speak to each of us, and that we would hear and experience what we need to learn and experience and hear. I pray our hearts and our minds would be open. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here in, in uh, Luke 1, it's there's a lot of different things that will be going on, but you'll, see, you'll be introduced to Zacharias and Elizabeth. Uh, Zacharias was a, was a priest, and um, they were the parents of John the Baptist. So Luke will talk about that. Also talk about the angel visiting Mary, and Mary and uh, and Elizabeth, who were re- relatives, um, them getting together and chatting. So, verse one: Many have undertaken to draw up an, an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theopolis, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. The birth of John the Baptist foretold. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah, His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of of the Lord and burn incense. When the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. So the priest who would go behind the curtain to um, burn the incense, there was, that was only one person and one priest was allowed to do that. The population could never see it and could never participate. It was strictly such a holy place that only one priest, and I believe it was yearly, was allowed to do that. So Zechariah was chosen by lot 
and he went back there to light the incense and pray. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people to Israel, to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. So Zechariah went and questioned the angel of God, which probably isn't the wisest thing to do. Um, Descriptions of angels tend to be one of very imposing, powerful, terrifying um, beings. And so it took some great doubt on his part to question such a mighty being, I would think. I mean, that'd just be my thought process. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the days this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. So one of the commentaries I read about this is, it was really almost a kindness that caused Zacharias to not speak, to not speak his doubts and not to speak any further um, concerns or questions about what God said. And so he wasn't allowed to share his, his disbelief, you know, per se with others because he couldn't talk. And so it, he wasn't allowed to spread any other concerns or doubt that he had to other people. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for, four, or for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown me his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. 
The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the, on, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Mary visits Elizabeth. At this time, Mary got ready and hurried to, the t hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Mary's Song And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of, the, of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. When it was time for Mary to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, this is, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his mouth was opened, and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were asking all about all of these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand is with him. Zechariah's Song His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He ra raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will be on, go on, the, on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come, up, come to us from heaven, 
to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. So we wrap up with chapter 1 of Luke and the foretelling of Jesus' birth, the miraculous nature of it, and also the birth and role that John the Baptist will play. Tomorrow we'll be in Luke chapter 2, and we'll move further into the birth of, of Jesus. I thank you for joining me. I hope this will be a great 14 days of study for you. And I just pray that the Lord will, will speak to us all throughout this, this time. I also think and pray that we would continue to focus on loving God with all our heart and our soul and our mind and our neighbor and as ourself. And that we would really during this, this holiday season, that we would remember that God has always had a plan for us, that he truly loves us. He knows each and every one of us, and he was waiting for all of us to truly commune with him, to repent, to live closely with him and walk in his ways. So let's wrap with a quick word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for this reading. And again, thank you for the opportunity to learn more about you and our Savior, Jesus. I thank you for the chance to learn about him, about his life, and about how you prepared the world for him. I just pray that as we read through this, our hearts and our minds would continue to grow and we would get closer to you, that our spirits would be filled. I thank you that the Holy Spirit was provided to us just as it was provided to Zacharias, to Elizabeth, and all. I'm grateful for your many blessings. And I just pray that you would watch over us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks a lot for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God.